0: yeah we in here yeah we in here what's up y'all welcome to another episode of tariq radio i am your gracious host tariq nasheed glad to have everybody in here chopping it up with me would you like to get off the corporate plantation and start your own business check out 3t staffing group they can show you how to build a lucrative virtual call center business from your own home in less than 60 days and for under $1,000. The call center industry in North America alone is worth about $28 billion and is growing every year. 3T Staffing Group, they've created an online course that will work for you. Visit them at 3tstaffinggroup.com for all the details and you get 50% off if you type in tax season sale for a limited time only. Ladies and gentlemen, 3tstaffinggroup.com. So let everybody know that we're in here today, man. We're here. We're going to chop up some good game. We're going to talk about the ousting of Uncle Mammy. We got to talk about Uncle Mammy a little bit, guys, and a whole bunch of other stuff we got to chop up game about. Poor Uncle Mammy. Oh, they got Uncle Mammy about the paint, man. So anyway, look. Let's take a quick break while everybody's piling in the room. Everybody's piling in the room. Retweet this. Let everybody know that we're live. We're going to take that quick commercial break. Don't you move a muscle. We'll be right back right here on Tariq Radio. Listen up, squares. You need to get the legendary book on game, The Art of Mackin, by author Tariq King Flex Nasheed, available on Amazon right now. Can you dig it? This book has been a bestseller for 20 years, Jack. And the New York Times called it a classic. That means it's out of sight. So this book ain't for no lames who ain't trying to learn the game. Jive turkeys. So if you're ready to stop slacking in your mackin', get the Art of Mackin' book on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble right now. Sucker. Rated PG. That stands for plenty of game, jar chumps. It's tax time again, so let the experts at Clark Pro Taxes make filing your taxes easy for you. They can prepare your taxes in person or virtually in all 50 states. Just snap a picture of your documents and leave the rest to them. Let Clark Pro Taxes prepare your personal or your business taxes. So get in touch with them right now at www.clark. ClarkProTaxes.com. Their calendars are open right now, and they're pre-booking for the new tax season. That's ClarkProTaxes.com, and follow them on Facebook at ClarkProTaxes. Have you been feeding your skin quality ingredients? Are you dealing with any type of skin conditions such as eczema, hyperpigmentation, body acne, or discoloration? Here at Joy House Essentials, our triple whip shea butter is 100% handmade and whipped to perfection, guaranteeing results you will see and feel instantly. Give your skin the nourishment it deserves and stop using harmful, chemical-based products today. You can find us at www.thejoyhouseshop.net or give us a follow on Instagram at jheshop. Shop. Essentials, let's elevate together. What's up, family? You guys need to check out this cookie company out of Houston, Texas called The Cookie Confidant. Man, they sell these beautiful, delicious, huge cookies right out of Houston, Texas, man. And the brother has been in business since 2017. And I've tried these cookies, man. They are bomb, bomb, bomb. Very delicious. My personal favorite are the chocolate chip pecan cookies, man. They are bomb. Y'all need to go to cookieconfidant.com to get these cookies. Black-owned company, man, they got chocolate chip peanut butter cookies, white chocolate cookies with sprinkles, man. So, Anything you like in a cookie, they got it. So, again, go to cookieconfidant.com. That's cookieconfidant.com. Bro, stop playing and start spraying. Leave an op on the ground where you stand. At all costs, yeah, make sure you protect it. Old Goon Juice, the formula been tested. You can defend yourself if you find that you need a little help. Gotta stay ready, ain't no love in the street. Cup of spray straight to the face, make them get weak. Get it at ogoonjuice.com. If they thinking you slipping, then tell them to come get them some. If you packing this, you won't be lacking. A shot to the eye in them problems you have Maxim Maximum stripping them haters on ground. So you can feel free when you out in the town. O-goon juice and don't forget a shirt, man. You gotta stay ready. That evil on lurk, yeah. okay, 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 okay. You are now tuned into the legendary OG. OG. Uh-huh. Tariq Nasheed. I
1: want to this to all uh, my friends on Tariq Radio.
0: Radio. Where is Tariq getting all this cash? Oh, we're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. What's going on, guys? Welcome. We're here. Welcome to another episode of Tariq Radio. Glad to have everybody tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Chopping up game as we always do. Man, I hope you guys are having a good week so far, man. Beautiful week. People are still talking about the phenomenal, spectacular grand opening of the Hidden History Museum we had this past Saturday. People are still talking about that. People are still talking about how good the food was, how much fun they had. People are still buzzing about it. And again, I got to thank everybody for coming through. And by the way, guys, this is March, the month of March. We're gonna have another event this month. We're gonna do monthly events like we did at the grand opening. We're gonna have another event at the end of this month on the 25th, Saturday the 25th, March, Saturday the 25th. We're gonna have another turn up event, another networking event where people come on out. You get to vibe with other like-minded people. You get to eat good food. You get to network with a lot of phenomenal folks. Ladies, you can meet you a nice fella. Fellas, you can meet you a nice lady. Or you can bring your your, your significant other and y'all just enjoy the vibe. Um, we're looking at, again, Saturday, March 25th. We're getting everything together for that, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all got to come on through. Uh, we're going to have some comedy going on on that night. We're going to mix it up every month. We're going to have different flavors, different vibes. And by the way, y'all let me know what you guys would like to eat at the next museum event that's happening later this month. Let me know what you guys want to eat. Throw some suggestions at me because the the food last time was phenomenal. And I want to try working with different black restaurants and black caterers in the community because we have so many good folks. So you guys let me know. What you guys would like to eat at the next event happening at the Hidden History Museum this month, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said fish nachos. I don't know what that is, but uh, it's going to be a phenomenal event. I'm going to keep you guys posted. Yeah, we're going to have vegan options. We will definitely have that. Yeah, You got to come and hopefully the it won't be raining. Last time the, the event was popping last week. It was raining and people still turned out and packed the place out. So, at the next event, it will probably not be raining. Somebody, Blood Soul's Barbecue. You know what? And I like Blood Soul's. I've been to his restaurant. That's a good suggestion. Shout out to the person. Shout out to Janae. Blood Soul's is actually a very good suggestion. I'm going to have my assistant call him tomorrow. His food is very good. We should do the barbecue thing. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, Somebody said, are we open yet? We're going to open next week. We just had to, to um, fix some things and do some minor repairs here and there. We'll be back open next week because a lot of people are still trying to come up to the spot. We'll be open again next week. I keep people posted on that, but we are going to have another event later on this month. So you guys need to come on out. Yeah. Barbecue is a great suggestion. I think that's where we're going to go with it. That might be a great suggestion. Um, So I keep you guys posted on that. And by the way, man, we still, people are still buzzing about the event. Some in the Hollywood trades, they're speaking very highly of it, surprisingly. Well, some, let me look at some of the um, the trade articles that, that's talking about the event that we had. Hold on real quick. I ain't going to take too long on this. Filmmaker Tariq Nasheed unveils one-of-a-kind Black History Museum in South LA along with Vivica Fox. Uh, we had the grand opening. A few hundred people arrived at the event on an unusually stormy evening in Crenshaw. The food was abundant with the Traditional southern foods such as greens, fried chicken, mac and cheese, crawfish. The bar was buzzing and the venue was packed with all attendees congratulating event spearhead Tariq Nasheed. It was full of colorful attire and it goes on and on and on. But, yeah, it talks about and It talked about some of the people who came. Um, actress Laura and Lauren Mosley, Sports Illustrated model Genevieve Morton, actress Teresa San Nicolas, model Verena Marcel and other guests. And it shows a lot of pictures of you guys. That's what I like. A lot of you guys are in some of these press photos. Hold on, there's another article that has more pictures of you. This is another article. I remember this brother and his wife. I remember this lovely sister here. I forgot, I think they're from Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. My brother and his wife, I think they're from Georgia. I think they told me that. And there's a lot of, where's the pictures? There's a lot of pictures of you guys in there. It's a beautiful thing, man. So y'all just, Y'all got to come on out to the spot, man. Great vibes all the way around. Great vibes all the way around, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, listen, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uncle Mammy, poor Uncle Mammy. Boy, they got Lori Lightfoot up out of Chicago. Boy, they got Lori Lightfoot out of the, out the paint, didn't they? Poor Uncle Mammy. Her hairline then went back two more inches. Poor Uncle Mammy. Man, excuse me. They're talking about her spectacular loss and they're trying to figure out what went wrong. There's so many things that went wrong with Uncle Mammy. There's a whole bunch of things that went wrong with Lori Lightfoot. Hold on, here's... Where's Charles Blow? He he wrote an article, I think. Yeah, yeah, right here. Let me read. Let me look at some of these articles that they're writing about Uncle Mammy. Um, the spectacular fall of Lori Lightfoot. Oh, man, she was a one-term mayor. It, it was a stunning rebuke on Tuesday. Mary, mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago, the first black woman and first openly LGBT person to leave the city, failed to advance to a runoff earning just 17% of the vote, becoming the first incumbent mayor in 40 years to lose a reelection, election Boy, nobody voted for her ass. <laughs> Good Lord. That woman, 17%, that means nobody voted for you. Good Lord, how you just rub everybody the wrong way. That woman only got 17%. That's horrible. (laughs) And I'm laughing because, look, man, we, we said, hey, man, Uncle Mammy ain't it. Yeah, somebody, Eric Adams is shaking in his boots right now. Look, the streets ain't playing. See, they depend on us to elevate these people. They depend on us to sit up here and and elevate their blackness. Oh, they're, they're the first black this, they're the first black that, and we're supposed to just keep cheerleading that blindly. And we're like, no, no, we're not playing the first black game. They're going to have to do something for us and Uncle Mammy did nothing for our brothers and sisters in Chicago. Uncle Mammy did absolutely nothing while elevating all of these other groups over the black people in Chicago. That woman funneled in immigrant groups then just dumped them into black areas and the black community was screaming, no, we don't want this. And she was doing it anyway. She was just a prop for the white supremacist establishment and the people saw it and they voted accordingly. She's out of here. We're not playing the first black blah, blah, blah game no more. That's not it. 17 percent and what's so interesting seems like the people that she was caping for and dumping in the city and and trying to undermine black people with these same people that she was propping up over black people they didn't even vote for. The irony they didn't even vote for her. we're, we're sending a message with how Uncle Mammy is getting taken out the paint. y'all better do something for us. Y'all get y'all can get some of this seventeen percent too. You can get some of that seventeen percent vote too if you want to play games. We're gonna need some tangibles here. Shout out to Chicago for voting like you got some good sense. Shout out to my brothers and sisters out there. Um, I'm looking at um, some more of the article here, but the, those were the main parts, and it just kind of goes on and on and on. Um, The thing about Uncle Mammy, what I don't like, they sit up here. Uncle Mammy and other people like her, they sit here and get into this benign neglect game with the black population. And then when they get an embarrassing loss, Lori Lightfoot blames Chicago mayoral race loss on racism and sexism. No, 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 ma'am. We're not playing that game. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I sneezed. Oh no, no, no! Don't, don't do that. Oh, do, no, 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 no! Don't, don't come yelling racism now. She wants to run out here and start yelling racism now. We're not playing that game, ma'am. Oh, it's racism that got me these sorry-ass votes. I'm a black woman. Oh no, Uncle Mammy. No, no, no. Here she go. I'm a black woman, let's not forget, oh no, 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 y'all not gonna play that game, no, y'all not playing that game with us, we're not running to your rescue, because now you, when, when everybody then turned on you, and the white people done thrown you under the bus too, you wanna go yelling about how black you are, we supposed, no, no ma'am, you undermine the black community Non-stop. The day you got in office, all you did was prop up all these other groups over the black community. Now you you are LGBT this and you were LGBT that. And you are all of these other alphabets. Now that nobody's coming to your rescue, you want to try to use your race to get us galvanized. And we're just not going for it. No, thank you. And are you a black woman? Or are you non-binary? What is it? I, y'all been pushing the non-binary and whoop-de-whoop and yada-yada. I don't know what you are, ma'am. Sir, Uncle Mammy, I don't know what you are. So we don't know who to vote for. Lord, you confused us. No, look, uh-oh. You know what? Now, I think she might, she about to doll it up now, y'all. I think Uncle Mammy about to go to Forever 21 and get a miniskirt and shave her coochie and put on some heels. Oh, God, no. Please. <laughs> Please, Uncle Mammy, don't go fem. Don't do it for votes. She's about to change her whole swag up, guys. She's about to go get a, a, a lace front with some baby hairs on it and get a makeover and get her titties done, and she's about to go out here and throw some ass out here for the for the niggas to vote. She's going to take that chopper suit off and put on a thong. Oh, they about to make her over. Oh, they about to give her a a a distudification makeover. They're gonna distudify her. (laughs) Oh God. Remember they tried to do the same thing with Stacy Abrams? They tried to film her up a little bit and it didn't work. Now she over there in Africa. She yeah, Stacey Abrams is over in Africa trying to spread some LGBT stuff over there now. They don't know what to do with these people. Stacey Abrams, we got her out the country. That woman is over. Did y'all see that? I'm, I'm not even exaggerating with Stacey Abrams. Hold on. Let me let me find that real quick. Let me find that link. I'm not even exaggerating. Stacey Abrams is over in Nigeria. So she was doing something over in Nigeria. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh, where we at? Where we at? Where is she? Hold on, Stacey Abrams. Where's that? Stacey Abrams, Africa. Uh, where's that clip of her in Africa, man? She was up there doing some kind of commentary in Africa, man. Do y'all have the link? Damn, I can't. Hey, but I can't find something real quick. Hold on, man. I'm trying to find that link. Okay, here, here, here it is. Da, 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 da. She's acting as an international observer in Nigerian elections. Hold on, look at this. And the, I want to see the clip of it. Stacey Abrams is acting as an international observer. Okay, what is this, man? I hate when they put these subscribe links up here. Now, where's that clip of her? Okay, I wanted to to show the clip of her. So yeah, she was over there in Nigeria trying to push an agenda, yeah? And that's the thing, they're over there trying to push that LGBT stuff hard in Africa, man. And I hope the brothers and sisters stand firm against the nonsense because they're really, really trying to push that agenda real heavy right now. And they're over here, what they're trying to do, they're trying to push it to our kids, man. That's why that whole thing with them giving an NAACP presidential award to Gabriel Union and Dwayne Wade for buck-breaking that that boy, you know, that wasn't cool. And the fact that, um, and I talked about this a few days ago, the fact that Gabrielle Union was up here reprimanding the black community and all that yelling and all of that accusatory ping- finger pointing and people felt a way about it because let me ask y'all, when is Gabrielle Union stumped that hard for black issues, for black issues? When has she really yelled and screamed and reprimanded and pointed a finger and did all of that? those facial gestures. When has she done all of that for like black issues or or justice for black folks? When has she done that? I I don't remember her ever being a rider for black issues like that. But for LGBT issues, she's going up here and yelling and making these weird faces, talking about people being hunted. And I remember in... As far as black issues, I remember her mocking black issues. Remember that HBO show where they threw my name under the bus? They were mocking black people who were conscious on that calling it Hotep. And you remember that? Remember that comedy skit they did on the that TV show on um um HBO and her and that other chick, that other unfunny light-skinned chick. And they mentioned my name. They threw my name in the little comedy skit. Hey, I don't remember her stumping for black issues. I remember her mocking black issues, but y'all, that neck rolling and all of that nonsense. No, we're not cool with that because look, we we don't we're not co-signing this stuff with children. Doing this stuff with children is not cool. That's the problem that a lot of black people have. utilizing children we as foundation of black americans we don't really play like that when it comes to kids let kids be kids don't bring that sexual stuff around kids like that that's a no-no sexualizing children in any way is not cool and there's stuff out there they're doing with kids man hold on let me show y'all this clip here there's a clip and i don't know if i can show the whole thing man i'm just gonna show a little kind of a screenshot of it man they got um like some drag shows with little bitty kids there at these drag shows. Hold on, hey man, I don't, I, I can't really show all this stuff, man. I'm just gonna show a little taste, cause I don't, I don't even want to get flagged. I don't know if I can get flagged showing this stuff. But this is some kind of drag show with a bunch of kids there. Hold on, man. Hold on. I'm just going to play the video. I'm not going to play the audio. But look. Okay, this is drag dude, whatever. There's ba- literally babies there and this person is up here doing splits. Okay, and there's another dude in a thong twerking and there's a bunch of parents with with kids. I, okay. Man, okay. There's a bunch of kids there, dude. This dude is twerking with a bunch of kids and no, not cool. I don't know where this is, but wherever it is, it ain't cool. Okay. All right, that's enough. I know I'm uh fair use, fair use, guys. Yeah, I'm just showing it just for journalistic purposes, man, but that's not cool. That's not cool. They're trying to buck break the kids at a young age, man. They're going after the children, and we got to be very very careful about certain things i know my kids um they went on a field trip and see you got to watch the schools you got to watch how schools do because they'll be real slick with it they'll say to the kids hey guys you want to go on a field trip yeah let's go see a play and they did that with our kids at, at the school they went to um i want to say to the getty center they went somewhere and there was a play somewhere a school field trip and kids love field trips they love going places and you know that's always fun and we're "We're co-signing yeah 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 go on a field trip they went to the Getty Center and it sounds innocent see they'll make it sound very innocent they were like yeah they're going to the Getty Center and they're going to see Cinderella they're going to see a play the play is Cinderella oh cool that's harmless Cinderella's cool and then my my lady was like hold on let me let me you know my lady is suspicious and I'm suspicious she's like hey you know we got to kind of watch what's going on with the school. So she looked at the program for Cinderella. She looked at she said, let me let me look at the fine print here. Let me look at this Cinderella play. And she was reading off the cast, and it was a, you know, a bunch of unknown actors. And she was reading the cast off. Such and such girl, Cinderella, and the the fairy godmother was some dude. Oh, okay. It was some dude's name. I don't know. I don't know what the guy's name was, but I remember the fairy godmother was some dude. It was a dude's name, and we're like, "Oh, okay, there you go. See, we got to watch stuff like that, family. See, they'll slip it in just like that. They'll slip that shit in just like that. You understand? They'll do. It'll be innocent. It'll be innocent. It'll look innocent, and all of a sudden." Billy Porter pops out as the fairy godmother. You know what I'm saying? Little stuff like that. They'll throw it in real quick. And we won't even know. You understand? Us as parents, if we didn't look at the fine print, we wouldn't even know. So we have to look at what these people are doing. We have to look at what these people are doing, man. It's real out here. Because they want to confuse these kids, man. It's real heavy out here. We got to be on top of our square. Speaking of kids, man, there was a case, and let me see if I can find the link, where there was a 17-year-old kid, man, special needs kid down in Florida. And he's like a real big kid. He's like 6'6", big kid. And he's a special needs kid. And the white media keeps leaving out the fact that he's a special needs kid. Only a couple of the local entities acknowledged that he was a special needs kid he was clearly special needs kid, and one of the white female teachers she took his nintendo or something and hold on this is this is the image right here hold on let me show you guys the image right here that's the teacher so he i'm not going to show him stomping her out he kind of stomped her out pretty hard and the kid is clearly he has mental issues and he's special needs and i think he was in a group home or whatever and I think he beat the teacher unconscious. Um, And boy, the white supremacists are just, boy, Oh, charge him as an adult. They're gonna charge him as an adult? <clears throat> They're putting him, he's in jail and the bail is a million dollars? Oh, man, okay. Now, this is a special needs kid. Now, what's the point of putting a million dollars bail on a special needs kid, a kid who don't know really the severity of what he he's doing he doesn't understand that he's clearly in some kind of special class special program and if he's doing all that over a little video game of course there's something going on there this whole thing where the white supremacists are just yeah yeah they should try yeah yeah put him in jail and bury him and throw away the key and all this stuff and y'all don't take up for him yeah I'm taking up for a person with special needs or mental illness because white society always makes excuses for white school shooters. The minute they shoot up a damn school, y'all want to go pull out his first grade psychological evaluation test and say, Hey, well, we, we, we really can't throw him in jail like that. You understand? So he hit her in hand. Yeah. So the guy, the kid doesn't, yeah. A million dollar bill. What's the lesson here? He doesn't understand anything. He doesn't understand anything. So what's the punishment going to do? You understand? And yeah, somebody said that the woman might have even provoked that kid. They know how to get a rise out these kids. Who knows? And he should have been around other male teachers, or male assistants, if he has a, a tendency of, Violent because a lot of special needs children, they are kind of physical. They get physical because many of them can't communicate properly. So, yeah, George Stinney was special needs and he still got the chair. Yeah, they don't let black kids be special needs. They just like, hey, yeah, he threw a tantrum. No, she didn't die. She's, she's all right. That woman didn't die. She's perfectly fine. But when these white shooters shoot up schools, they shoot up every damn body. They sit up and talk about how they got schizophrenia they, oh, they can't go to trial they're not fit for court they got to get medical treatment they do it all the time for white school shooters and, and white mass shooters all the time all the time there's white mass shooters sitting around here in psychological um, facilities right now after they didn't shot up dozens of people you understand so they don't we don't get the luxury of vulnerability we don't get that luxury. So the, st- the stereotypes from the Jim Crow era, from slavery, they're still here. The same stereotypes are here. Even the, the rape stereotypes, and that brings us to that Stewie Griffith looking woman, the white woman, who the police officer out there in Nashville who was letting everybody run a train on her. And I tell people all the time, these folks these white women they know their trump card now this white woman got embarrassed remember this white woman she was having everybody run a train on her in the police force and all the she had some brothers it was a few brothers hitting it and there was a couple of white dudes too but they make sure to show mostly brothers they show the brothers who was hitting it so now the white woman she got fired and now she's She's a, a running joke within white society. She's like, hey, let me play my trump card here. Um, I was a victim. They made me do it. I want y'all to listen to this. I tell you, I tell people all the time, these white women know how to play the whole I was raped card. She's she's using the rape angle. She's using the well, they forced me to do it angle. Oh, look, look at this, boy. She these people understand systematic white supremacy and how it works. Don't let these people fool you for one minute. They know the words to use. They know what words to use and they know how to play the, the victim role when it comes to black people in order to get back good within white supremacist society. These people are not dumb by white about white supremacy by a long shot. Listen to this. Hold on one second. Let me get the, the audio together, ladies and gentlemen. Because, boy, she played this to a T. Hold on one second. Listen to this. Hold on. Great way. Department. Five officers and the police chief all fired.
2: One of those officers, Megan Hall, became the face of the scandal and the target of nationwide ridicule. And she's now filed a federal lawsuit.
0: Tonight, in an exclusive interview with our Nick Barris, Hall describes a toxic workplace behind closed doors and how sexual misconduct spiraled out of control.
1: Megan Hall was 24 years old when she... And,
0: and notice how the white media is going along with her horse crap. They're going along with her victim horse crap.
1: She was hired as an officer here at the Laverne Police Department two years ago. Her plan was to have a career in law enforcement. She now knows that dream is likely over.
2: I remember while interviewing for the position at Laverne Police Department, they described the environment as a family. However, while I was aspiring to protect my community, the Laverne Police Department was not protecting me.
1: By now, most of the country knows what happened. Hall, four other officers, and the police chief were fired last month. This after two separate investigations found that Hall engaged in sexual activity and or shared intimate photos and videos with several male officers. The chief and two sergeants were among those implicated.
0: Yeah, she she made sure to make sure the brothers were the main ones being charged. Now, Hall and her attorney,
1: Wesley Clark, are suing those three supervisors and the city in federal court for civil rights violations.
0: Now, she's suing the black dudes. Okay.
1: Megan wasn't looked at like a rookie cop to be trained and promoted. She was looked at as a piece of meat.
0: To- if, man, this bull weevil looking broad be sexualized and exploited. Since the story broke, Hall,
1: the lone female officer fired and only woman on the second shift became a target
2: nationwide for sexual jokes and taunting. I received harassing and threatening messages on my phone daily. I felt like I had been terrorized.
1: And yes, now she is suing. No criminal charges have been filed in the case. Hall knows there are those who will say she was a consenting adult who willingly participated in sexual antics in violation of police department policy.
0: Which she was. She let people run a train on her. She wanted she wanted them to run trains on her.
1: And that now she wants to blame others, including one sergeant who targeted her early on.
2: I know what most people are saying. You know, you could have said no. I get it. But my response to them is that I did say no.
0: Oh, Lord. Here, here they go. Boy, she's, she's carrying... She's turning into a Karen. She is turning into a Karen right before our eyes. And he wouldn't take it for an answer.
2: Eventually, I gave in from pressure.
1: So it's not as easy to say she could have just said no. She did say no on several occasions.
0: Miss- oh, Lord. This sounds like the Cosby accusers, don't it? That sounds like the Cosby accusation. They sit up there bobbing on soul pole, and then when they get caught out there, oh God, I, I, I was forced. I didn't know. I was it was a I was drugged.
1: Hall tried to get out of this relationship, and she was not allowed to. Paul concedes she participated under duress. She's not saying she was raped, but adds that the salacious details made public of sex on the job put her alone center stage. And do not tell the whole story. How
0: how are you under duress and you choosing to play musical dicks? How is that? And notice how they threw the word rape in. Well, we're not saying it's rape, but we're just going to say the word rape to keep rape in the lexicon. We're just going to throw the word out there. Yeah, what you mean? You you done thrown the word out there. Now you can't unring a bell. You've thrown the word rape out. They're doing this very deliberately. Black man, white woman, rape. They're sure to get the word out. Just, just make sure you throw everything at the, on the wall to see what sticks.
2: They isolated me. They shunned me. They accused me. And they blamed me for becoming a victim.
1: Hall suffered from depression to the point of considering suicide. And at one point was hospitalized. She felt trapped.
2: My supervisors worked together to take advantage of my vulnerabilities
0: and my mental health. Oh, Lord, so now your mental health is janky. Here they go, so now her mental health, she she was beating down dick, and she gets to use the mental health nonsense now. See, a, a, a black kid who special needs, he's fighting a teacher, all of us throw him in jail, throw him under the bus, but she's up here fighting for dick, and so now, oh, my mental health, I was, the, I was a crazy white bitch. All those black dicks, I just had to have them. I, I was dick crazy. I was black dick crazy. Stop it. They don't even know how to spin this right. They're just throwing it up against the wall with some I'm white and I say so.
2: And they used it for their gain and sexual pleasure.
1: And that included the police chief, Chip Davis. The independent investigation found he was aware of what was going on and even received intimate photos and videos of Hall. Who
2: do you even turn to? when the chief of police is sexually harassing
0: you. Oh, stop. Stop. How is he sexually harassing her? The, the chief didn't hit it. So she's saying because the chief saw some photos of her, that's sexually harassing her. Well, she's playing the white woman angle heavy.
2: How could I get justice when the entire system, including the chief, not only condoned such behavior but participated in it. I was lost, and I felt alone. I had no one to turn to, and I had nowhere to go.
1: Hall now realizes her career in law enforcement is likely over, and she knows those ugly memes on social media will remain forever. Her reputation sullied.
2: No woman should ever have to endure this type of abuse.
0: Ma'am, you were campaigning for soul poll, ma'am. You were abusing dicks.
2: What happened to me during my employment at Laverne's police department? It should never happen to anyone.
1: Hall now hopes to put what happened to her here at the Laverne.
0: Look how they going with it. Well, what happened to her? No, what she happened to do, she happened to jump on dick to dick to dick. She did that. Nothing happened to her. She happened to like black dick.
1: The PD behind her. She is married and says she has a strong family support system and says that it was her faith that helped carry her through the turmoil. Oh, stop. Dick Barris, News Channel 5. Her
0: faith. She was praying for Mo black dick. That's what she was, had faith in. <laughs> she, yeah, she was on her knees, but she wasn't praying, all right? Yeah, she had faith, all right? She dropped down to her knees, but it wasn't for prayer, nigga. Fuck y'all talking about. Stupid as hell, man. Her faith. (laughs) What she and do? Her faith. Yeah, she was on them knees, boy. Yeah, she was on them knees for real, for real. (laughs) She was on her hands and knees. (laughs) Worshiping the dick god. Get the hell out of here, boy. Man, they play the victim role quick. They all do that, dude, when they want to get back in good with white society after they didn't had a black dick excursion. When they get caught out there, they use that. Hey, I, I, I did it under duress. A lot of the white women do it. Kim Kardashian does that. You know that Kim Kardashian does stuff like that. Kim Kardashian does the same type of talk when she when, when talking about the Ray J sex tape well I was on drugs when I did it I was so high I was on drugs I was on ecstasy and then her her ex-husband the Damon guy um, he was a music producer um, she was saying something about when she was married to him she was on drugs and he called it out he was like hey that's not cool for her to say That's that sounds like some low key racist shit saying that, hey, you we're we're together, but you on drugs. You you with a black dude, but you're on drugs. Yeah, that's not cool for her to say. The ex-husband called that out. You know. That's not cool at all using that narrative. But look, we're getting back into the Jim Crow side of things, man. It's getting real heavy out here. Man, you got politicians. Um, I think this other politician is out there. I want to say, is he in Tennessee? There's another politician, man. This guy, this politician, um, where, yeah, he's in Tennessee. Yeah, in fact, he's in Tennessee. Um, Representative Sherrill. This dude is talking about bringing lynchings back, or uh, hanging, hanging people in trees. This is a sitting politician right now, guys, talking about hanging by tree. We should bring hangings back. This is a sitting politician. Listen to this guy. Let me play this real quickly. Listen to this guy. Hold on.
2: And I was just
1: wondering about, uh, could I put an amendment on that? It would include hanging by a tree also. And uh, and also, uh, I would like to sign on to your bill, sir. Thank you.
0: And yeah, these people, man, they long for the old school Jim Crow days, man. They long for that stuff. This is a sitting politician talking about we want to bring back hanging by tree. Well, look, we ain't going for that. That ain't going to happen no more. Yeah, we ain't going for that. Yeah, you can sit up and fantasize all you want to. That That's not happening no more. You dig? So we got to be very cognizant of what's happening out here, man. We got to really keep our eyes and our ears open because things are real out here, man it's getting real out here. And just because you have some kind of sexual access with those in the dominant society, don't think that you good. Now look at this situation here, and we got to be on code with each other and, and we got to check everybody who ain't on code. Now look at this. Now this is, um, another case in, um, Oklahoma. This is, these are the survivors of the Tulsa race massacre. These are the survivors. And what they did, this is like, a basically a little symbolic gesture where ain't nobody co-signing this. The highlight of black history month celebration for me in Washington, DC is joining the embassy of Ghana to grant Ghanaian citizenship to the survivors of the 1921 Tulsa race riot with mother Viola Fletcher, 108 years old and chief red 102 years old on this historic day. This is a symbolic gesture that means nothing. And this is a clout chase for Ghana to be honest a lot of us ain't really co-signing this. This is a clout chase, not co-signing this at all. And You got somebody, look, and then as they come, as they become Ghanaians, they must be ready to bring their money to invest here in Ghana. They already got their hand out. <laughs> this is a clout chase, man. No, no, I, I'm not feeling this because number one, these this brother and sister, man, they're, you know, they're not gonna be here too, too much longer. And they're not getting on a plane going over there. So doing a symbolic gesture of giving them citizenship, this is just a clout chase, man. Not cool. If Ghana, y'all wanna do something for real, for real. If y'all want to do something for real for real, you know, get some land grants going on over there and, and let's talk instead of requiring us to stop to requiring us to bring a bag over there. We gotta bring a whole bag over there if we wanna get down with you. But we ain't even tripping on that right now, man. We're not tripping on that because right now we're focused on what we need to focus on here. That's building our foundational black American economy first. We'll build that first and then we can take the game global. We're getting our stuff together here. We're not doing the symbolic gesture stuff and our brothers and sisters in Tulsa, they gotta be paid. We gotta get that reparations popping. We gotta get that cheddar flowing. You understand? We're not doing symbolic gestures. The descendants of the people in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they need to get reparations and all of us need to get reparations as foundational black Americans. Um, Speaking of Tulsa, y'all look at the movie American Maroon. We talk about how the black Seminoles, many of them were sent to Oklahoma. Many of them were in the Trail of Tears. Many of the Black Seminoles. They went to Oklahoma, and many of the people in Oklahoma who are part of the the Tulsa race uprising, well, or massacre, the, the massacre, many of them were descendants of the Black Seminoles of Florida. You know? So we got to get this reparations thing popping. You understand? We're dealing with janky politicians talking about lynchings. We're dealing with. Dick hungry white women running around the black community laying up with brothers and then turning around talking about she's a victim and she was bobbing on black dick by duress and the somebody made her do it. And yeah, come on. And we got our children out here. We got a lot of these special needs children out here who are very vulnerable to what's happening out here. Um, A lot of medical things going on with our children we we just got to get our cheddar Uh, we're we're affected by so many things from all areas of activity man we're affected by the food the water um, the judicial system I mean damn and it's been happening too long and we just have to be compensated for it we just have to be compensated for it you dig and I mean this stuff goes way back We're, we're, we're victimized by the hospital systems. We're victimized by the pharmaceutical systems. That's why I'm glad a lot of us didn't take that jizzle because we see the ones who did so many black people who took the jizzle are just dropping like flies left and damn right. But we got to understand, man, the medical industry, man, it's been doing janky stuff to us for the longest and it adversely affects us majorly as black folks. With the medicines and everything, they, because it's, it's all a finesse, it's all a money grab. You know, a lot of the pharmaceutical country companies there, they were clicked in with the oil companies, not the Rockefellers and all of these people. They they have a monopoly damn near on the pharmaceutical industry because a lot of the pharmaceuticals come from petro energy and petrol um, um, oil and, and stuff like it. it comes from that a lot of uh, the the petrol industry and the medical industry the modern medical industry they kind of grew at the same time and I did a broadcast about that a while back somebody said Lightfoot is in a barn. <laughs> hilarious no. Do we need to get Percy off for Lightfoot? Yeah, man, we didn't. Many of us did not take that jizzle, and we instinctively knew. Come on, man, we've been through enough. We we know not to take some new thing that ain't really been tested that they're desperately trying to push on us. We we see how that works. Every time they try to push something on us, there's some kind of adverse effect that we don't know about. You you dig that that pops up later. They they want us to be the guinea pigs. They've been doing that stuff. Remember, um, they were doing that with epilepsy medicine back in the day. You know, a lot of black kids were who were epileptic. They were giving them medicines, and that would do things to them. It would kind of stunt their growth. Do y'all know that? Y'all know epilepsy medicine? A lot of the medicine for epilepsy that would stunt growth. That's why the artist Prince like Prince was epileptic did y'all know that the artist Prince our, our legendary foundational black American icon Prince was epileptic he used to have seizures when he was a young kid Prince was epileptic and they gave him that epilepsy medicine and that stunted his growth that's why he was so damn small he just he stopped growing because of the goddamn medicine man you know he was unusually, Prince was a very unusually small dude, like 5'2. That's an unusually small dude, and you got normal sized parents. You dig? Real heavy stuff, man. Yeah, y'all didn't know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Prince was epileptic. Yeah. Dilantin is an epileptic pill. Dilantin? Dilatin? That's how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, he was five two. Yeah, that shit stunts your growth, man. Some of that stuff stunts your growth. Yeah, 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 man. Look that up, dude. Yeah, that shit. It 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 messes with some. You know, it'll it'll help the epilepsy, but then it'll fuck with some shit in your brain that will stop your growth. Yeah, it'll mess with your growth. Yeah, it's it's heavy, man. There's some heavy stuff out here, dude. Yeah, you can't really sue them, You, you ding? yeah man a lot of folks didn't know that yeah yeah but yeah man it's a look we instinctively as black folks we tend not to trust that stuff and and that's a very helpful a very healthy distrust there's nothing wrong with distrusting that that nonsense yeah Gary Coleman had liver um, yeah he had liver issues and I think he had a colostomy bag so yeah yeah that medical apartheid is real pituitary gland effects. Yeah, your sister is epileptic. Yeah, watch the medicine that they give her. Yeah, watch the medicine that they give her. Yeah. Yeah, watch that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of folks didn't know that Prince was epileptic. Yeah, look that up. Look it up. Yeah, man. So we got to just look out for each other, man. That's what we used to do back in the day. We just got to kind of look out for each other. Make sure each other's good. Make sure we're straight keep our eyes on each other, network and vibe with each other, and build with each other, man. We got to take care of ourselves, man. We got to take care of each other. That's why I'm real big on networking and vibing with right people, getting with like-minded brothers and sisters, so if we need something, we can call on each other, which is what we used to do back in the day. Somebody got sick, you knew there was a woman down the street who was a root woman who could mix something together and get everybody straight. You know what I'm saying? We got to go back to that type of thing. You know? Oh, a lot of people are shocked about the Prince thing. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, look that up, man. Yeah. Yeah, Martha Washington did a phenomenal book called Medical Apartheid. And you know I'm gonna have to do something on that. I'm gonna have to do a whole documentary on medical apartheid and just the stuff that's going, you know. But shit, let me. I, I don't know about that because I might end up missing if I do that. Let me let me not say that. Who, um, Illuminati, FBI? Just scratch what I just said. I ain't about to do shit. Right, let me let me stop. <laughs> let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. Let me shut the whole hell up and not say nothing right now because when you start putting. That medical stuff on Front Street, people start getting missing. Yeah, when you when you do that, all of a sudden people start disappearing. When you put it on Front Street and start talking about what the, the medical industry is really doing and who's running it and and some of the side effects and the adverse effects of the stuff that they do. <clears throat> if I do it, I got to do it on the low. I got to do it on the low. <laughs> Harriet, is her name Harriet Washington or Martha Washington? Okay, Harriet Washington. Okay, It's Harriet Washington? Okay, somebody said Martha Washington. Harriet Washington. So yeah, check out that book, Medical Apartheid. Yeah, let me let me chill because I already got a lot of stuff going on. So let me let me not even say that because I because if I say it, I got to do it. I got to be careful about that because you' messing with big money, that medical money. That's a that's a big bag because it's tied in with the oil money. That's real. We talking about trillions of dollars, family. we talking about some big money. They don't play around. The man. Dude. No, Prince ain't have no damn AIDS. No. Hell no, Prince didn't have AIDS. Stop that. Anyway, let me get up out of here, guys. Look, go check out the new movie, American Maroon, available right now on FBAStream.com or you can get the DVD in a bundle package. At American-Maroon.com, American-Maroon.com. Yeah, Doctor Sabi. Yeah, we're still trying to see what really went down in Mexico when they had him. Yeah, yeah. When you start doing that stuff with the medical industry and undermining their bag, yeah, you you, you end up in Mexico somewhere under strange pretenses, and you don't make it out. You you, you see what I'm saying? Man. A lot of holistic doctors, man, for a long time. A lot of holistic doctors would just end up dead, man. Just left and right. Ain't that many coincidences in the world. But anyway, I digress. But anyway, man, go get the new movie, American Maroon. Remember, man, we're going to have another event out here at the Hidden History Museum, um, possibly March 25th. So you guys need to get ready for that. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal event. Let me know. Throw some food suggestions at me what you guys would like to eat. We might do the barbecue thing. Get our brother um, Bledsoe who does barbecue because we're going to every month we're going to have our mixer networking events at the Hidden History Museum. And we're going to showcase many black caterers and just have a lot of good, good like minded brothers and sisters come through chopping it up. And having a good time and learning and building with each other, man, which is what we should have been doing a long time ago. Anyway, guys, that's been today's broadcast. Go to HiddenHistoryMuseum.com for more information on the uh, museum and to make your monthly donations, ladies and gentlemen. And I will see y'all Sunday. Papiakute and Lulavuve to you. Peace.